Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Friday's Coffee Talk. My name is Henrike von Platten, and I'm talking with my friend. Markus Bjarnitotis. With my coffee in a takeaway cup with my name oh. on it. Yep. Oh, <laughs> so we're sure it's yours. Well, I'm here with my same old cup like the last time as well. I think I'll have a change soon. So um, maybe that's appropriate because we are going to continue from last time, right? Same coffee, mm -hmm. same topic, right? Because I think we left it off talking about yeah. a call center and you had been having some interesting conversations with call centers during the pandemic, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It was interesting, and I had a, a and I had a, a keynote or something on a, with a group of them the other day, and before a quite interesting discussion. And one thing that sort of stuck, and that's probably the part where we left off, and we should just give this information out. It was about home office, COVID pandemic, and that we often think, oh, is it good or bad? So it depends. For this uh, special kind of company, it's good. So the the call centers have figured out that when they, you know, they measure everything, they can measure everything that the employees do, how long the calls takes, how the customer experience is and so on. So we know that they have lots to measure. And then they said everything that they are measuring is better now. So um, they see no negative effects in their KPI set that they have and whatever they do. And that's now with all of them more in home office and, of course, with all the two-year pandemic influences that we've had. I haven't heard that of any other branch that you would say, like, all numbers are going up. And that means the customer experience, the people are happy, the employees are happy. So the whole lot. So, um, so they I actually that really measured, Yeah, so they actually measured employee happiness because that was going to be my question, right? Do they see sure. a higher so. employee so. churn, yep. right? Yep, yep. They do, they do. Because I remember I asked that too. And it was not only about the figures of the, of the consumers, sort of, of the customers, but also of the employees. I'm not sure what they use because, of course, you have all these different kinds of um, tools to measure employee engagement. And they do these surveys all the time with their people. So, and you see how they work and that things go up. And if the customers are getting more happier, the employees are too, because that's, I mean, that's a direct thing. If I call somebody in a call center and it's not, uh, you feel that straight away. It's a very fast, um, what would you say, uh, engagement that you feel and, and they measure. And um, I often think, I found that also interesting because I often think home office isn't the solution. There are so many jobs that cannot be done in home office at all. And of all the other jobs, it's a question if it's like good or bad. And I sometimes think that it's not the best for all people. So after that talk, and you know I'm positive, especially today with my positivity t-shirt on uh, for everybody, <laughs> I... I I was really surprised, positively surprised. So I sort of put back and said, oh no, there was a tiny little negativity in Henrique's mind. That's crazy, that cannot happen. So get rid of it, they are doing well. So home office for the jobs where it's possible seem to actually work if you if you do it right in a way. I don't know what your experience, have you had any of these kind or was it more a different direction yeah, no, from I, the customers? Yeah, no, what I find interesting, and that's why I was asking about you know the employee happiness, because I think what we miss during the pandemic is the interactions, right? So you would think at home you're more isolated and whether that would impact their happiness and you know productivity, etc. But you make it sound like that's not the case. 
I mean, they're stuck in their cubicle in a way on the phone all the time. Of course, you get yourself a coffee and talk to other people while you're on the job. But I think the interaction is probably a lot less, maybe, I'm not sure, um, than in some other jobs where you sort of sit. You try not to hear the others here all the time. You're doing a very, very communicative job, but with the people on the other side of the line. And they are always there. So that communication hasn't become less. So that's maybe a reason why on this kind of job, you don't feel that you lose so much mm -hmm. as you might in others. Mm -hmm. You don't share, you might share stories, but you don't share so much, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think when we think about call centers, the work is very transactional, right? So it's easy to measure, like how many calls were answered, you know, how many, how long did it take, right? It goes kind of back to my roots as an operation researcher because it's like a beautiful queuing model. You can model, you know, call centers with beautiful queuing models and um, run them. So it's one of kind of the favorite topics in operation yeah. research. Um, but I'm just, it, may, it starts to think or makes me think about, okay, you know, that's very transactional, it's very measurable. But when we, if we bring this coffee talk back to pay equity, you know, how do we then think about capturing the quality of or the contribution of employees who work isn't this transactional, right? Yeah. So, uh, and I think that's something that organizations are really grappling with right now is to think about, okay, now when we don't see the employees, how do we better measure these outputs? And it comes back to what we've been talking about you know, capturing performance and should we be yeah. capturing performance and the bias in capturing performance, right? So what are your That's thoughts? Big, one of the big questions, absolutely. For sure, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And um, maybe that's also something to learn of if you think about this call center to stick to call center pay equity uh, performance. They are a low paid um, job type it's uh, it's not a type of job where you earn a lot of money. It's usually around the minimum wage or even below. But they do measure performance in a certain way very well. If you look at other companies, being a bit of generalizing now, but if you look at other big companies like banking sector, lots of money earned, also performance driven. But how do they measure it in a completely different way and probably biased usually as we see? Maybe it's an idea to get these kind of different ways of measuring onto like one table and see what works or doesn't work. If you want to measure performance, lots of companies are going the way saying they don't want to do that anymore, but it's very hard to get rid of this like uh, feeling that you have to somehow pay for that. It's very ingrained in, in at least the German brains and I'm sure in other brains too. Yeah. yeah so that's I mean a hard one. Yeah. It reminds me of the conversations that we had with um, Rasmi Dixit and Kate Dixon. Remember that episode? I think it was 21. episode 21. <laughs> episode 21, I do. <laughs> yeah, right. So they were bringing up kind of what are oppressive pay practices and they mentioned performance as the key one, right? Because often it's based on biased underlying factors. It doesn't evaluate, you know, like contribution to the team or, you know, team spirit or whatever it is uh it's very individual focused etc 
So um, it tends to favor certain type of people and not others, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that would be actually perfect if I see that the clock is sort of running onto those eight minutes that we have. Um, I would suggest everybody who's seeing and hearing us now should then again just switch to the other channel and jump to episode 21 and have a look at that one. And then next time, not next week, I'm still in this weekly rhythm. So in two weeks time, we will then um, grab onto the cliffhangers that we've left here and see if we somehow find the really big questions or answers to those big questions. I not I'm not finished yet with the decoupling time and money part. Um, it's still not done. Yeah. I think you have some more too. Yeah, I think it sounds like we need a round table on performance metrics in pay equity. <laughs> yes, yes, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Round table on performance. Yep. Yep. Metrics. All right. Until we say with this one, we say goodbye. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> See, you See you next time. Bye. Bye.